but four, three, two. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Away with Worst, the podcast. It's your girl, Bree Stories. And it's A Tati. Yes, it is. We are in here. You know it is. Um, do we have any announcements? Our shirts is on sale. Go to yamash.com or to the link in my bio. Buy a tea. Buy it. <laughs> I made them for you. Buy it. Um, be on the lookout and subscribe for the weekly newsletter. Subscribe to this podcast on all the places where you can do so. If you got Twitter apps, subscribe both places. Okay. If you use both Apple podcasts and you got Spotify, subscribe both places. Mm-hmm. And what are we going to talk about today, Tots? So today we're going to talk about artist responsibility. Ooh. Um, we're going to focus on, um, Two main topics that have been like heavy in media lately that I've been like seeing because of certain artists. We're gonna talk about like drug use and that being yeah. glorified in music, and then we're also gonna talk about a little bit of like misogyny Ooh. in the music and stuff. And artists can be a broad term because these days artists is a lot of different things. So true. So, so true. yeah, that, those will be the things. And we're going to end with the Grammy nomination predictions by us exclusively. You heard it here first. Well, we should do our own. Like our own. Oh, we could do that too. Like, we got all day, girl. Like awards. Yeah. Say who we would have. The Wordy Awards. We're doing it. Okie dokie. It's happening. Stay tuned. Cool. Shall I check in? You shall. Okay. Physically. I don't have to pee, but it's up there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Emotionally, Same. I feel joy even more because I've had two shots. And my attention is currently on, um, my attention is on my intention, which is always to enjoy myself and to be a positive source for others. And spiritually, I'm feeling very kept. I feel like a kept woman, spiritually. In my heart. Physically, I feel... That's Tati. Physically, I feel... Um, physically, I can feel my shot still going down. Nice. Like, I feel it like going yeah. like from my... Going down Ooh. my throat and entering my stomach and so stuff. I can, still, so I can still feel it. Um, yeah. So I can feel that Sexual. like warm sensation. Yeah. yeah. Emotionally, emotionally, I actually feel intrigued Mm -hmm. and excited because power is back on. Yeah. And... I wasn't like that into, I wasn't crazy about this last season. I had been feeling kind of like meh about it. I wasn't even keeping up with it. Like I was episodes behind. Like I got caught up because I stayed, I stayed at my friend's house yesterday. So she had me watching all the episodes and then we watched a new episode. But the new episode restored my faith in the Powers writing camp. Because Mm. from day one, what I fell in love about that show was the writing. Mm -hmm. Courtney Kemp, that is my girl. Love her. And my faith that she's been restored in the the show. Because that was a great episode. So, happy in that sense. And 
my attention is actually on my predictions of how I think power will end, who mm. I think shot ghost. <laughs> um, that's what my attention is on. And then spiritually, I feel... Mm. Spiritually, I feel blessed. So, all right. So, we're going to talk about artist development. So, I mean, I said artist development. I was about to say, artist development. <laughs> artist responsibility. <laughs> um, it's been a thing that I've, that we've always heard, especially I feel like growing up in our generation and, and then like, um, and like the generations that were like a little before us, like, because that's when like rap music took off really yeah. like in the 90s and stuff and you know people hated it like well lots of not people like us but other people hated it because of all the violence and the violence. gang talk and the drugs talk and then Marshall Mathers came out and he was he talking to kill his mom. wild shit and yeah so there was just tons of like picketing and people trying to boycott and trying to like silence them as artists and in those times I was like man what the fuck is wrong with y'all people like they are not responsible for right. like the <laughs> one in a million kid that does decide to go wild out and do some like crazy shit I'm like because most kids wasn't doing that I'm right. like so it was like these one in a million like off chance mm -hmm. that Billy's gonna take it too far, <laughs> and then and then I felt like you know the responsibility should have been more on the parents and blah 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 blah. However, in these days, you know, back in those days, our only um, direct contact with people could only be through their music, and then yeah. the music was few and far in between. Yeah, it wasn't like oversaturated. <laughs> like it was really like these moments in time. So it was like, of course, I don't want y'all trying to like silence the little bits and pieces we get of these artists right. these days with social media and all that we have tons of access to all of these celebrities their everyday life what they're doing so their whole life now has become like a campaign or like yeah. an ad or yeah. like you know they're just there celebrities these days are spokespeople for lifestyle choices yeah. so it brings into question you know for you know especially for like my millennials has you know has your view changed of the artist's responsibility now that the artist has gained so much more reach like in touching people and right. of course with the recent passing of juice world um it was really, people were really talking about how they need to stop glorifying drug use, you know? Yeah. Popping pills and <clears throat> lean and all that is crazy popular these days. And that's all like these artists talk about and they say, you know, that it's partially the artist's fault because they're glorifying it and telling people that it's fun and you know, you should do this and this is the way of life. And now they're saying the artist needs to take more responsibility and you know, stop that basically. Yeah. Like if you don't want to keep seeing, you know, Juice World died, he was 21. Right? Yeah. yeah, you know, if you don't want to stop seeing the sudden tragic deaths that could have, you know, been prevented, they're like, you know, you need to stop like glorifying it. So how do you feel about that, Brian? My thought is that not only does it start at home, but the start at home thing now needs to be amplified. And it needs to be amplified for the 
um, for the consumer as well as the artist. I don't think that the artists should be stifled in their content if if they are expressing their current state. You know, mm-hmm. I think that it's harmful for people to um, think that there's only one way of a certain type of music because we we hear all the time about you know hip hop has this kind of a mold, right? And and there are people that kind of broke out of that mold who don't talk about certain things in the same way, like your 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 quote unquote conscious rappers that don't talk necessarily um solely about fucking pimping women and dealing drugs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there's harm in people feeling like that is the only type of rap and so then they lie about their lives and and stuff like that. But I don't think that there's harm in expressing your actual current state. Yeah. So for the 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 artist who is you know going through things and who does do drugs every single day and who does pop pills every day and go to the club every day if that's their current state that's what they have to write about that's what they have to create however i do think that the start at home mindset that we talked about from in the 90s where rappers were saying bitch i didn't tell your fucking son to bring a pistol to school (laughs) you know he did that on his own and it's your fault that he did it because he had access to it and all these things i think that now we need to amplify that to the artists as well because these artists that whose current state they don't have any choice but to create based on their current state, who's around them? Where are their friends? Where are their parents? Where are their, you know, like especially these young ones, like I, I'm still pretty tethered to my mom and I'm n- nearly 30. So not to say that everybody's situation is the same, but once you start to grow a network, once you get, once you get, um, yeah, you start to grow a network, a lot of those people need to be people that genuinely care about you. And I think that that has to be the message on the back end, not, do drugs because such and such doesn't it has to be have people around you that care about you because even as the artist that may not have always been that person's norm you know Mm -hmm. it wasn't going to stay that person's norm if they have people around them that are like no let's get you some actual help let's actually tackle the fact that you're depressed let's actually tackle the fact that you're um coping in unhealthy ways yeah and i think that it's important for like when they say that these rappers need to stop glorifying drug use when I think of the the rappers that I do think glorify yeah. it, like in the sense of just making it seem like it's just this, this great, great, happy, fun time, those are the rappers to me that like don't really, that that's not really their life. Like I'm sure they mm. have like experiences, like they, mm-hmm. they take drugs. Like I'm not saying that they've never popped pills right, and stuff right. like that. But those people to me are not the addicts. Right. Like those are the yeah. ones that I think could make the change. They're could be like right, they could be like, okay, let me stop because I am glorifying it. I am getting on here telling you if you want to have fun at this party, mm-hmm. this is what you do. Mm-hmm. But for the people like Juice World who, you know, I said this off camera um I mean off um air off air earlier, that I don't listen to Juice World's music like a lot like I'm not um like I don't know like all his music but the songs that like I do hear when I do listen to them when he is talking about drug use it's never happy no it's never like I don't hear him talking singing about being on drugs and it's like a good thing or he has so much fun or it's just this great time it's always a cautionary tale in my mind like to me it sounds like he's consistently saying like I'm fucked up like something's like I'm not happy I'm consistently taking all these drugs because I'm not happy and so to me you know 
that also goes back to the it starts at home because yeah. you're you should be teaching your kid like the difference. Yeah. Like your kids should know, like or or you should your parents should to pay attention to what their kids are listening to. Like maybe you should listen to it too. Right. So that you can then tell them like, you know, like what message did you take from that? Right. Like what do you think right. you know it is that he's trying to say? But I definitely don't think the answer is to tell people that are genuinely having these experiences and going through these things that they can't talk about it because that's therapeutic for them. Like that could be helping save their lives or helping save like somebody else's life who actually understood the message. So I don't think it's right to put um, that amount of pressure on artists, but I do understand that these days artists have so much more reach mm-hmm. because of like social media and stuff yeah. like that where I'm actually more I'm actually more concerned about the things that they actually say right and do in real life than the things that like they say in their music because to me you know your your lifestyle that you're promoting like that's like your real brand like yeah. these days so it's like I'm more concerned with you know, you posting a video and you're saying, like, some, like, racist shit or some, like, or you're promoting, like, rape culture. You know, like, something like that. Like, the real life stuff that you post on, like, your social media, to me, is more impactful than the music because the music is so fast now like it's so fast like it comes like people forget about songs like the next day Mm -hmm. but like buying into these people like as a whole and who they really are like that I feel like is what's staying yeah and I feel like that's what is making people be like oh like like yeah like yeah I'm gonna do it because like he might have sounded sad on that song but when I see him in pictures like he's lit like he's happy like Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. you have to stay authentic to what it is that you're really preaching yeah and I think I I know we're we're kind of like out of the publicist era which is also scary because when I think about artists when I'm I'm talking like back in the day like not not far back in the day but pre-social media artists right like people who are coming up who would get the the general like signed treatment right you get signed you get a you get a writer you get a publicist you get this you know you get you get this team and whether or not the publicist gives a fuck about you they're gonna be like don't do this don't say that don't say this out loud don't say this at the thing don't say this in your interview that sort of thing you know mm-hmm. and now that we're so we're we're not doing that anymore it does make it very scary in conjunction with not having a team behind you that actually gives a fuck about what you're saying um, and what you're doing to yourself. And social media is such a strange place. And I, I, I find myself having to exercise empathy because I don't feel this way at all. But I think that, um, and I don't think any of us do. Like, as far as, like, my peers, I don't think any of us really have, like, that foot-on-our-neck pressure when it comes to social media but I have to empathize with the kids coming behind us because they 
all they know is this. You know, like mm-hmm. there are kids that were born in 2010, and by the time they were born, Instagram was already a thing. And by the time they were seven, it was a thing to have an Instagram page. You know, like it's mm-hmm. just a normal thing. And not only that, but there aren't enough people, including the artists, like you were saying, being on there saying like, yo, I'm really fucking sad today. Or yo, mm-hmm. shit is not working out. I didn't, you know, things didn't work out the way that I planned it. Or today is a bad day. Like there's not enough of that. And it's because of that, like you said, you get on someone's page and it's just like, they look as fuck. It looks like they're having a great time. And then they create this pressure on themselves to kind of, match that mm-hmm. um unrealistically yeah. which is why someone like summer walker who like i have like love a her. love hate relationship with her like you know when she gets on social media and then will like express like you know her needing to like step away or like you know when she cancels shows or yeah. you know keeps like stepping out of things and then saying like you know, oh, like, I have to take care of me and my anxiety is really bad. I can't do this, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, at, at a point, I had got kind of over it. The last time she had announced something like that, I remembered my initial reaction was kind of like, girl, like, I was, like, I was fed up. Like, I was like, look, it was kind of, it felt like to me, like, it was getting to the point where I almost felt like, you like you don't want to do the work like is what it started making me feel like I started feeling like you you got into something and now you don't want to do you don't want to come to work like it's like you just don't like you don't you don't want to come to work and it's like if you don't want to come to work don't go to work girl like I'm like just like stay at home like but at the same time I've been watching more like things with her like I watched her thing on um tiny desk when yeah. she did her performance and then I watched um I watched a live performance she did uh, I don't know where she was at what concert mm-hmm. she was doing but she brought Usher out yes and I watched when she brought him out and I was just like looking at her and I was just like the girl really is you know yeah. she she like it, it is a real thing and like and as much as it can be like frustrating I do appreciate the fact right. that she is authentic like you know to herself like she's not the artist that now because like she made it everything that she posts or puts out there she wants to make wants you to perceive it as like i'm happy now right you know like she's letting it be known like regardless and she's actually the opposite because i feel like her music is more like i'm having like i'm like i'm good like the norm like it's the normal type shit like heartbreak boys like that type of shit but like she doesn't to me she doesn't like sing about like her her personal um like mental problems like she like i don't like hear that like in her music but then like in person right like in her actual but that's self, interesting isn't she it? brings it through isn't that so yeah. interesting because it's it, like even though it's unfortunate that that she has these issues maybe it is because she allows herself to express that in her real life she can focus on creating just to create you know like her her music is very um, like you said, very quote unquote normal. It's very like everyday music. But these mm-hmm. kids that are like rapping and singing about like being depressed and suicide and all types of shit, those are the ones who the kids are looking at their pages like, oh, they lit as fuck. They got so much money. They having a fucking great time. And it's like they're stif- Yeah, it's like inverted. And it's like, could it be that they're stifling themselves in their regular life trying to keep up with this image mm-hmm. that? They don't have anywhere else to go in their music but to let that out because they're not yeah. talking to people. They're not expressing themselves. They're not admitting to themselves that they feel this way. Yeah. And then they're the summer walkers. It's one of the other. Separate. 
It's gonna, it's gonna, yeah. there's gonna have to be like a give. It's That's a give real. and take. Like if you're going to, you know, I honestly feel like Summer Walker is doing it. And I would like to say like almost in the right way, yeah. you know, I think she so. just need, I just feel like she should have stayed more, but you never know until you know, yeah, you know, you she don't. wasn't, she wasn't an artist. Like, you know, she had to experience it to realize like, whoa, like, you know, yeah, this really isn't for me, yeah. but it would have been better if she, um, at least for the public, it would have been better had she right. never even tried to venture into like the, the touring and the interviews and the, like going on like all these like high, um, rated, like late night shows and stuff. If she had stayed, like I make music, I put it out right. and like, that's that, but that's you know? what I, that's what I think is so beneficial for people for for the the people for the kids for the people who don't know the difference between real life and social media life. I think that this is I think that it is actually beneficial to them. I think that that was important that that happened because think of how many ways in everyday regular life that people go through that. People think they can take on a certain job, or people think they can be a parent, or people think all sorts of things, and then you break fucking down, but you just don't have to like check in. You don't have to tell people like, hey, this is where I am today. This is why this happened, you know? But it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that it's important for kids to see like, oh, you know? And she's signed. And that's another thing that I always, you know, with the conversation with Summer Walker, not to like get too into it, but I always try to tell people like, we don't know the ins and outs of the contract that she's in. We don't know what they told her she had to do, what she was obligated to. And the fact that she can't like physically cannot do it. And that is why she kept trying. You know, we really just don't know the ins and outs of it but i think that it's very important that people saw like oh huh you know she tried to do this and it just so happened that she tried to do it in front of all fucking billion of us you know but yeah. she had to try she had to see if it was going to work out or not and especially when it's like money involved and stuff because all people want to do is elevate and give themselves a good life and their family a good life and if that was something that looked like oh, I can get even more money if I sign to this label and I sign this contract for this tour and these things. And then it's like, you do it, and you're like, oh, it's not even fucking worth it. Yeah, okay. But she wouldn't have known had she not yeah. done it. I don't yeah. Yeah, cause and cause yeah. she's great and she's been great before, before all this, that, yeah, before so, all of this, and, and exactly. yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I I definitely appreciate her as an artist, and I think that the people who have always liked her as an artist really don't care either way. You know? Yeah, yeah. So you know, the other um, topic that I wanted to you know just bring up while we were talking about artist responsibility is you know misogyny like that's mm. another huge thing that was always a big deal when it especially when it came to rap music yeah at least you know that's the that's the genre they chose to to talk about it with was right. rap music right. Right. because all those rock stars and stuff like they was they were on the same shit but you know that was another big thing in rap music was they talked about how they talked about women and you know how they um, treated women and they treated women like objects and there was no respect and blah 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 blah. And during those times, I once again did not understand what the fuck they were talking about. Like yeah. in my mind, you know, Tupac did an interview. There's an interview with Tupac when he talks about like women know that there are bitches right. in the world. He was like, women know that there are some women that they might consider a hoe, or there, you know, like women know that there are all different categories. Of women. So, right. you know, he's like, so it's like, you shouldn't, like, I never took offense to, like, a man saying, like, I had this 
this bitch over like the crib like i never took offense to like certain stuff like that because in my mind i was like that don't have nothing to do with me yeah like he's never because there are certain i mean it's not i don't typically have like there are stories that i'll hear about people or about women and i'll be like oh she's a bitch like oh yeah. like she's this or oh she's trash that was a terrible thing to do or something like right. that so it's like it ha- it's like these type of people exist just like there are good and bad people in the yeah. world so it's like it's not like these type of people like don't exist and then oh I lost my train of thought I'm sorry um darn yeah I lost my train of thought okay go Brie well <laughs> I was, like, I I was, was just gonna talk. say I think that it depends on how deeply you look into stuff like that because I think that I feel both ways right um and it's only because I know that sometimes there is a difference sometimes there isn't you know sometimes mm-hmm. it's really just like that rap formula whoever you were listening to growing up that's who you rap like you know so you say things similar to that you emulate the the lifestyle to a certain extent so instead of seeing the women around you as women you see them as bitches like you know and that just might be what it is but i do understand a little bit more of the harm when it comes down to like now, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, like uh, the way that I would like to. But like, there's a difference between, um, like, misogyny. Like, the actual misogyny is really about a disdain towards women. So misogyny isn't calling this particular woman a bitch. It's about all women to you are inferior and Mm -hmm. all women to you are of a certain caliber and they don't deserve a certain amount of respect no matter who she is it's not just that's what misogyny is but there are people who like you said are very um specific about who they're talking to you know they're Mm -hmm. very specific about their audience and who they're talking to and what and and what it is that they're talking about when they say those things but i think that it does get blurred in times like these where the kids don't fucking know the difference. And the kids only listen to a certain a, a, a certain thing, and it's like, oh, bitch, 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 ho, ho, ho. And that's how they now are associating women, like almost subconsciously, you know, not even deliberately. Mm-hmm. And that, again, starts with your mother. <laughs> you know, like if your mom is not... Or your a, father, in that, that sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But also, mommy issues is such a real thing, and it's very easy in my experience, at least, I'm not trying to generalize, but I know men who have mommy issues and that shit don't come out until later. And you like, oh, I see. <laughs> like, mm. your mom didn't properly do the things, quote, unquote, properly do the things, so you hate women. Like, you don't know that you hate women, mm-hmm. but you hate women, you mm-hmm. know? And that is misogyny. Even if whether or not they they um, they put it on that, that way or not, it is misogyny. There's just this general disdain for women overall. And my um, my fear when I'm not minding my business, when I'm minding my business, none of this has nothing to do with me, just like you said. Like, when I'm in a club and the DJ say, hey, all my bitches put your hands up, if I'm drunk enough, I might put my hands up. But I probably won't put my hands up because I don't think I'm a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's, you know, I'm not going to be like, hey, sir, do not call us bitches. He'll be like, why'd you put your fucking hands up then? I said, bitches, put your hands Anyway, regardless. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is when I'm minding my business, that's not, I don't really care that much about it. When I'm not minding my business, I do have a fear of the ways in which women are portrayed to the mind that is not being nurtured at home, to the mind that does not have the opposite as mm-hmm. an example, to the mind that does not have um, examples of people doing 
other things and loving women in other ways and women loving themselves in other ways and all these things. It is yeah. scary and a I, little bit. But I also feel like in those senses, I feel like if we're just basing it off of music like solely, I also mm-hmm. think that people that will listen to music and think like, oh, okay, you know, like, for like how you left, like for the kids, like this is the way I'm going to view women. Then like right. this is all I know. I also think that that's an ignorant and deliberate choice yeah. because yeah. there's not a shortage of music. And right. even back in our days, before there was so much of it, for every artist that had a song calling like a woman a bitch, like I can guarantee you, there was another song that artist had where he was singing about the some girl he grew up with that he was in love with or his mama who's like the the apple of his like there was always like a like at least like my favorite people except for you know nope not even him because i was about to say except for maybe eminem but nope not even him because he talked about Haley all the time Mm -hmm. i was like so there was always like a uh um, some type of like soft spot or music that was put out that let you kind of know this isn't how they view all women. But for the typical child, though, I do think it matters what they have access to. Well, and those are popular. Well, that's what I'm saying. I like mean, but the they're popular mo- songs, I, though. I think that is. I think that a lot of people would argue like the most popular stuff, though, in certain spaces and time, had more to do with like "bitch, shake your ass." And all this and all that. And it's just that it's oversaturated in that concentrated space and time. People like me who listen to full albums and like really dive into people can go and but find But that's stuff what I'm like saying. That. I don't think a lot of the songs, a lot of the songs that were like quote unquote like kind of love songs and stuff, those were also like hits too. Like they weren't the songs that you had to like know the artist to like find out. Like they were on 106 in Park top 10 countdown and like you know like they were like known songs like they weren't like like jay-z's like song cry or something like one song might play and then the next song could be like they were still like popular songs they weren't like the songs that you had to like really know them delve into them play the cd from start to finish and then you hear that one song where, like, oh, he did say his mama was nice. Yeah, I would have to look into that. I would have to look into that because, um, yeah, I would just have to look into as far as what was the majority. And I'm talking about for a child's mind. <laughs> I'm not talking about me or us, like, at this stage or, or even a few years ago or even in our era. I'm talking about for a kid where all is this, 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 and this, and all of these are the same thing, and then you have this one or you you had this couple. Even Drake. Drake talks nonstop about women, and all his songs be popular as fuck. So they be, like, know. the main, they be his main popular ones but he's not also he's not a misogynistic rapper period either really like he doesn't walk around saying like a lot of crazy shit not misogynistic like most of them like i mean like he just doesn't have a lot of meat like he doesn't say like the majority of the things he says about women are usually going to be like uplifting or something like that like Mm -hmm. he's not one of those types but once again I hold more weight in what people be saying mm-hmm. in real life mm-hmm. and doing like in this day and age with social media, because to me, this whole artist responsibility thing to me is more about social media yeah. than it is about their art. Yeah. Like 
to me, the art is, it. you know, like, it is what it is. Like, I've never been that person that, like, that cared that, like, it's either you like it or you don't like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. but what they're doing and saying, now that they're purposely, intentionally putting it on a platform for everyone to, like, see it, mm-hmm. what they're doing and saying, to me is, like, what holds my weight and, like, reasons why, like, you know, I can't send people like T.I. And, like, you know, stuff like that, like... Those are the I things wish that I would have shut the hell up because I really enjoyed his music for a very. Long I enjoyed week. him I as enjoyed a person for a while, like because I didn't know him though. I was about to say, I what knew, did we know? That's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. I wish I certain people would have shut the fuck up <laughs> because. ATL. Certain people, you know, I didn't need to know you. Right. Like, and now, like, I know you, and I and I feel uncomfortable supporting anything he's a part of. Yeah. <laughs> like, but. Ugh, ain't that a shame. That's just, like, what rapper? There was a rapper that just, um, I don't know which rapper it was, but he was on live, and he got into an argument <laughs> with his girlfriend while he was that. on live. And, like, during the live, I guess he was like, um, I mean, and the argument wasn't even like just like you know it was it was unacceptable for my you know I've never been called out my name by a partner like nobody has ever called me out my name. Dang, but crazy. he was like you know mad and stuff just being like you know like leave me the f alone like oh this bitch getting on my nerve you Why know like stuff like that while that. he was on live she was like in the back like they were like started arguing and stuff okay. and then later you know like he like you know said his apology and stuff and everything and was like I'm so sorry I love her so much blah 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 and it's like. It's, oh, he was like apologizing to the fans and her. Like he apologized for That's, the whole. He apologized for the whole altercation. Like I should have never been talking to her like that. Lie I love is the her. reason publicists need to come back. Like there needs and, to be someone to be like, do not do this. And that's and it's on not on the internet. And it's just like Stop. the fact that you did that and then allowed it to happen on the internet because you could have stopped. You could have just been like, I'm cut you could have fucking tripping. Yeah. Like, but it's like the fact that you let it go. Like sure, in hindsight, you were able to look back at it and be like, oh, I shouldn't have did that. But the fact that you let it happen. Right. means that the your subconscious kind of person doesn't give a fuck yeah, or no or like you don't give a fuck like you don't care how you're like talking and like what you're saying right now like right. you didn't think it was wrong and to me those are the things that have me like more weight. canceling it because you're mm-hmm. like being like like get out of here yeah well on the positive note we are on the cusp of the grammys 2020 which grammys is this do y'all know? Uh, 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 62nd. Yeah. It's the 62nd Grammys. So let's go through some of these. I'm sorry. Did you have more things? Uh-uh. Oh. No. Let's go some through some of these um, nominations and make some predicts. And as we're doing this, if anyone is not nominated, then we throw our nominations in as well for our word, Wordy Awards. Deal? Okay. Record of the Year. Award to the artists and to the producers, recording engineers, and or mixers and mastering engineers of other... Oh, see, I did not need to read that. I'm sorry. <laughs> First one, Hey Ma by Bon Iver. Hey Ma, what's up? That's what's what right? I was thinking as well. Right. Uh, second, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Third, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, which baffles me, boots. Baffles me. Uh, fourth, Hard Place by Her. I'm shocked but happy about that. Okay. Fifth, Talk by Khalid. And six, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X featuring, featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, no, no, no. And, yeah. wow, there are two more. Sorry. Yeah. Six, 
Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Oh. Uh, seven, uh, Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. And this is so, what? Record of record the year? Record of the year. So, here's what... Okay, so let's do this a couple ways. Who we think is going to win, just based off the things. Who we would want to win out of this group, on a personal note. And if somebody is not nominated that we would like to throw in, who would it be? Not somebody, but somebody in their song, obviously. So who I think is probably going to win, I would say, um, I would say it's between Truth Hurts and Old Town Road. I can see Truth Hurts winning just on some like, I don't even know, you know, just on some like, yeah, just on some like, I don't know. I don't know how to, what to call it, but also Old Town Road, Road has such a um, a ridiculous impact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like literally broke. My records. vote is for Old Town Road for all the all the things. So your vote is Old Town Road. What you think is gonna happen? What you wish? What you personally would like to happen? Yeah. And you don't have anybody that you would throw in for record of the year? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Um. I think it's going to be Old Town Road. Uh, I, I could see it being Truth Hurts as well for some reason. But if I had to pick out of this group what I would like personally, it would be Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Um, and I cannot think of a song other than this list because my brain. Yeah. Album of the year. Oh, God. Okay. First one. I, I, Bon Iver. Uh, wait, I'm very confused. Is Lana Del Rey's title of her album Normani fucking Rockwell? Norman fucking Norman. Oh, fucking I thought it said Normani. <laughs> I was like, the drama. Okay, so Norman fucking Rockwell. Um, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? By Billie Eilish. Thank you. Next by Ariana Grande. No. I used to know her by her. Seven by Lil Nas X. No. Cause I love you. Deluxe by Lizzo. Father of the Bride. Vampire Weekend. Never heard of those people. Um. Who I think will win out of album of the year. I can almost see when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Winning, actually, like so. in real life. I think I and personally, yeah. I would love it if that happened. That is a, I mean, a brilliant album. So. An amazing album. Yeah. yeah, I haven't heard. I was thinking, like, I was like, I haven't. The only album of all of these that I've even listened to is Lizzo's. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I, in a general sense, I'm happy for Lizzo anytime she wins anything. Yeah. I'm just here. I'm, I'm just here for her whole moment. So, but I don't know who I would think. If her did win, win, that would be tight. But also, oh, speaking yeah. of just like artistry, and I've never seen this listed out like alongside other people, but I know that there are lots of different factors to an album, but the fact that the list of contributors to Billie Eilish's album is so short and it's mostly just her and her brother, like that to me, I feel like is win worthy. Mm-hmm. Like you and your brother wrote every song, y'all pr- produced together, like y'all damn near did this whole thing together and you got nominated for a Grammy. Like that to me says y'all should win. Yeah. But you know, that's just me. Yeah. Um, it would be great if her won. It would be that's really great. Win, yeah, <laughs> don't say that. There's hope. There's hope. Yeah. Yeah. For blacks. Um, but Billie Eilish, I will always root for. Um, and hopefully she don't do nothing fucking stupid. She's still super young and she has a lot of time to fuck up. But so far, she's fucking great. She's amazing. How old is she? She's like seventeen. 
Oh, she's young. She's so good. She's so fucking good, y'all. Like, honestly, just listen to the album. Like, please. Anyhow, Song of the Year, the third one. Uh, This is a Songwriters Award. Um, Always Remember Us This Way. Do y'all know that song? The songwriters are Lady Gaga. So, and this one is is difficult because they list all the songwriters and... Oh, they do put... Okay, never mind. I see how it goes. So, Always Remember Us This Way is a Lady Gaga song. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, obviously, written by her and her brother. Bring My Flowers Now by Tanya Tucker. Hard Place by her. That's nominated a lot. That's good. Lover by Taylor Swift. Norman fucking Rockwell. (laughs) Every time I see that, I want to, like, scream it now. (laughs) By Lana Del Rey. Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi. Truth Hurts by Lizzo. So, of all of these songs, most of It's a Songwriters Award? Yeah. I would say Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. (laughs) I'm here for Lizzo again. Truth Hurts. Truth Hurts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You're here for her. Bet. Cool. Okay, let's go on to best new artist. Black Pumas, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, (gasps) Tank and the Bangas, and Yola. Wow, now I'm torn. So who I think would win? I don't know a lot of these people. Um, Who I think would, I could totally see Lizzo taking this one. I'm here for Lizzo again. Yeah. I could see Lizzo taking this one. My personal is definitely going to be Billie Eilish or Tank and the Bangas. I would be, Tank and the Bangas, I would be so fucking happy to see that. That is, that's insane. I didn't even know they were nominated. That's great. Let's go to hip hop. Okay. We're skipping pop? Yeah. Okay. Let's skip pop. Skip pop. Dance lecture. Dirty pop. Dirty dirty, pop. Rock. Uh, Alternative. Love and sex and or magic. RB, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Time. Country. I'm a little bit. No, New age. He wait. Oh, God. Rap. Which one was first? R&B is first after alternative. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that at all. Yeah. R&B. Best R&B performance. Love Again by Daniel Caesar and Brandy, which a beautiful song. Could have been by her and Bryson Tiller. Mm. Great. Mm. Exactly How I Feel by Lizzo featuring Gucci Mane. <laughs> That's very interesting. Okay. Roll Some Mo by Lucky Day, which I love that song. And Come Home by Anderson Pack featuring Andre. This is uh, very tough, actually. Yeah, this is hard, right? So who I think would win is Lizzo. But I, I don't know. Her. You think her would take this? I think this? her. Of course, I'm just thinking I based on the, based on be, the Academy. <laughs> I would love for it to be Love Again, but I think it's going to be her. I could see Lizzo winning this. Um, especially when it comes down to like R&B and hip-hop groups, I'd be like, well, y'all her, throw? Her won Best R&B album last year. So, on, so she, you think that Grace. she would win the Best R&B performance too? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I, I, think I could see... Uh, I've never even heard that, that song. It's on uh it's on the same album as Truth Hurts, I think. Uh yeah, it could have been. I really like on a personal note, I'm very torn between Rosa Mo and Come Home. Mm, okay. I really, really love Lucky Day. That would be great if he won that, but I don't see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay. 
Best traditional R&B performance. Traditional. That's interesting. Um, Time Today by BJ the Chicago Kid. Steady Love by India Ari. Don't think I heard that one. Okay. Jerome by Lizzo. Real Mm. Games by Lucky Day. Built for Love, PJ Morton and Jasmine Sullivan, which that is a fucking fantastic song. But Jerome, I feel like, got real popular. And Jerome is she a good like performance. That. Yeah. yeah, and that's a it is a good that is vocal true. performance. That's true. Yeah. She probably will win that. But I also am not hip to any of the other ones. So I could I see know. Lizzo actually taking this. I would love it, um, if PJ Morton I mean PJ Morton has plenty of awards, but I would love it if they took that one because that's a beautiful song. But it, I don't know. That's the thing. Like these, these are kind of confusing. Best traditional R and B performance, like live performance or the performance of the song. You know what does it say? It says vocal. for new vocal or instrumental traditional R and B recordings. Mm. But I don't know. Best R and B song. This is another songwriter's award. Could have been by her and Bryson Tiller. Look at me now by Emily King. No guidance. Ooh. Chris Brown and Drake. Rosamo, Lucky Day, Go Lucky Day. And Say So by PJ fucking Morton and JoJo. I would love if No Guidance won, but I don't feel like it will. I don't know. But like best R&B song, I feel like of all of these, No Guidance is the most popular. Yeah. I don't know if that matters to them or not. Um, it mm-hmm. That's true. I don't. It be almost doesn't even like all, if you y'all. look at all the other like songs. I feel like that's been like nominated in, the, in yeah. these R and B categories. Yeah, that was like the first one that was super like commercial ish. Like I would say, like and I'm like hey. no guidance. Yeah, like yeah. all the other ones seemed like they were way more like indie indie vibes. Yeah. Um, best I would like it if Say So won for sure. Um. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't be paying attention to the Grammys, y'all. So I can see no guidance winning, but I don't know. Um, best urban contemporary album: Apollo, Roman n- n- numerals that I don't know. Steve Lacey, "Cause I Love You" Deluxe, <laughs> Lizzo. I'm terrible with Roman numerals. X is ten, right? So twenty one. Apollo twenty one. XX one. XXI. Okay. Look, see, I did it. <laughs> Apollo 21 by Steve Lacey, Cause I Love You Deluxe by Lizzo, Overload, Georgia Ann Mudrow, Saturn, Woo! Nail, Being That's Human in Public, Jesse oh, Reyes. I love Jesse. Do you? I love yeah. her. Nail has to win that. I think uh, Urban Contemporary. So I like how they worded that. <laughs> um, Another one that I could see Lizzo going with. But I would definitely love to see Nail um, take that one. I would like to see Jesse take it. That would be tight. Someone take me. <laughs> Someone. Best R&B, Best R&B album. 1123, BJ the Chicago Kid. Painted, Lucky Day. LMA by LMA. Paul by PJ Morton. And Ventura by Anderson Pack. Who can I see taking this? I don't know. I feel like Anderson will probably take this. Actually, I loved uh, "Paint It" a lot, though, and I, lo- I loved, I liked all of these albums. This is uh, this is tough. I feel like this is one that I would be satisfied no matter who won. It, yeah. Honestly, I, not, yeah. I feel like LMA is probably the weakest out of this whole group. For sure. But um, I don't know that. I mean that with respect. Yeah. <laughs> but I I think that overall I would be satisfied with whoever won this one because this is a good group. It's a good lineup. Yeah. 
Best rap performance. Middle Child by J. Cole. Okay. Shook by the Baby Down Bad, which is a motherfucking jam. Dreamville. Racks in the Middle, Nipsey Hussle, mm. and Clout, which is seems so random that that's nominated. Offset and Cardi B. So, who I can see winning should just because of the impact that it had. I would definitely love to see Down Bad win. That's a very fucking good suck. <laughs> I just know J. Cole better fucking win something. Yeah, don't fucking okay. don't make us fight. Don't make us fight. I cool. definitely but I definitely feel like it should be middle child. Yeah, I feel you. That's like what I think it yeah. should be. Yeah. But I don't know what I think it will be. Yeah. Hmm. So next one is best rap song performance. Rap mm-hmm. slash song performance higher by too. dj khaled featuring Nip- nipsey hustle and john legend drip no. too hard little baby and gonna panini lil nas x no hey panini is that what that is mm-hmm. uh ballin mustard featuring roddy rich don't know that song and the london young thug featuring j cole and travis scott don't that's know not that gonna win yeah yeah that's a good song i mean that's where it should win but is it gonna win right, you know right. um i could see panini winning <laughs> i could see it winning but not at all and Drip Too Hard is uh, the song. Um, um, uh, best, rap. best Rap Song. This one is a Songwriters Award. <laughs> Bad Idea. Uh, YBN Corday featuring Chance the Rapper. Yes, Gold Roses. Rick Ross featuring Drake. A Lot. 21 Savage featuring mm. J. Cole. Racks in the Middle, Nipsey Hussle, Roddy Rich, and Hit Boy, and Shug by The Baby. And this is what? Which one is this? This one is Best Rap Song. Shug. Shug. I say Shug as well. Or a lot. People love the lot. A lot is a good song. People really, I mean, like, I liked it too, but I feel like people really fucked with that. I feel like I didn't hear a lot as much as I heard Suge. Of course like, not. not no, because Suge is like a party song as well. It's a good song in its upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's I only know that song because of our promo when we first started back. Right. I wouldn't even know that song. A lot? That. Yeah. Wow. I don't really um, listen to 21 Savage like that, but uh, I think he's great. I listen to it. Um, best rap album is the last one here. We got Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Championships by Meek Mill. Mm. I am greater than. That's very clever. Yeah. <laughs> I am greater than I was. That's great. Um, Igor, Tyler the Creator, um, and The Lost Boy, YB and Corday. Best. Ooh, this. Me. Okay. So I, I think feel, it's going to be Meek or I feel 21. like it could totally be Meek Mill. Yeah. Um, especially because this album was on the cusp of like a lot of like social shit for him. I think that it had like impact based off of all of the things that he was going through um, prior. Um, I really love the Lost Boy and Revenge of the Dreamers Beats. most Beats. out of this list. I, I mean, granted, I didn't really listen to championships like that. Like I kind of skimmed through it. 
I didn't listen I didn't to Twenty One Savage. Didn't listen to that either. I I'm saying Igor. them based off of the names of me. I just feel like I just feel like Meek Mill or Twenty One Savage would make sense, but not in yeah. the sense of like popularity. They just seem like the two that would win yeah. like i don't like i can't even really put it into words like what i think i just think that like those, yeah, yeah like i definitely think it's one of them it should be revenge of the dreamers but it's definitely gonna i think be i wanna for me personally i put the lost boy alongside revenge of the dreamers as far as like i never heard the it. best um but i I, I would put igor second to them because igor was a good album it was just weird it's not rap also igor is not really rap can we address that or no? They just are like, heard put the niggers together. Um, I don't know. It's not it's really rap. Sounds. Yeah, it's not really rap. But I mean, it I guess. It's good, though. One um, of the rap albums came out in 2019. This is just based off of 2019, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Didn't Drake's come out in 19? What's the cutoff? What was his last so album? Started, oh, March. It did come out in March. September of last year to October oh. of... 2019. So September of 18. Oh, so it could when did Drake? So that when came did Drake's album come out? Did that come out this past year? Yeah, his last album, the one with the baby. I mean, the one where he talked about his baby. March 31st is the name of that song, or March 14th, or whatever the fuck it was. That's that album. That's crazy. So when did it come out? I don't know. I don't know. It says 2018. But was it September through December of 2018? Because it would have counted. It would have got nominated last year. Then it didn't. Oh, I don't say when. Mm. Um, I will find out because I'm June, actually, June oh. 29th, okay. 2018. So yeah, no, not him. Okay. Mm. I feel like they gotta be missing. I'm trying to think of like rap albums that came My out. Don't do that. So. Yeah, that's hard for me. You said, when did Summer Walker's album come out? Not that she's a rap. Didn't it just come out? It just came out, but it, it didn't. Like it, it, didn't it came out in October, didn't it? It had to, because I was like, Summer Walker definitely should have been nominated for a lot of that stuff. But um, but I heard, it came out in October, but it must have came out right after the deadline. October 4th, so I think the cutoff was September this year. Oh. And, uh, yeah. I mean, that would make sense, September through September. Yeah. What about Kurt? Mm-hmm. All right. A lot of dead air. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So, if you, listener, would like to tell us what your nominations would have been or people that you feel like the Grammy skimped or missed, please let us know. You can email us at askawaywithwords at gmail.com or you can hit us at yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I knew it had to be May some 19. people. Oh, wow. And she got nominated for nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing. None of those songs? That's crazy. That's insanity. Yeah, that's crazy, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Snub of the year. Megan Thee Stallion. For sure. Long live. Definitely Long Megan live those stallion I'm surprised. Um, Not that I, that I personally like them, but I'm surprised that City Girls wasn't on nothing either. Because... Hmm. There, everybody else likes them. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. So hit us up at Where We Was the Podcast on Instagram. You can hit me there at Brie.Stories and at Brie underscore stories on TwitTwat and at Tati on Instagram and at Tati on TwitTwat. And do not play yourself by not following at MJMKid or at Moments underscore Stew or and both. 
follow them both. It's just simply what you should do. Thank you so much. And we're going to see. Oh, um, happy Martin Luther King Day. Uh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Talk Bye. to you all uh, another time. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.